What's up, homegirls and homeboys? In today's podcast, I'm telling you about how my very first experience in foster care taught me how to criticize and internalize the things that happened in my life. And this manifested as I got older. There's some gems, and it's going to cause you to self-reflect. Keep listening. Hello. Welcome to Heard and Healed Podcast, where I'm here to encourage you, empower you, and help you heal. If you have a desire to be your best self, or simply just want encouragement, then this is the podcast for you. I am your host, Nathisha Brooks, and here we use courage, positivity, and faith to help us heal. There's a saying that we like to say, and it says, I believe in myself, I believe in my abilities. Fear is where it stops. Healing is where it starts. I'm so happy that you guys were able to kind of come tune in today. You have the option to see me. I am on YouTube. So if you type in Heard and Healed Podcast, you will see me here sitting on my gray, black, silver couch. I need some color here. You also can listen to me. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Type in Heard and Healed Podcast. Also check the description box. You'll find other ways where you can listen to me too. How are you guys doing? I hope that you guys are doing okay. I'm doing good. You know, I always tell you every week that I'm doing okay, but I'm doing good. I kind of want to change the language because I'm doing okay. My candy girl sitting outside, y'all. For those of you guys who are new to listening, candy girl, her name is Candy Lady. That is my brand new car, okay? She's sitting outside. I enjoy her in about a couple days. It's time for my girl to get a car wash. Um, You know, the snow came down, so... <sighs> Homegirl looking bad right now. That candy paint as as candy and as it should be, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to take her to get her first car wash soon. I'm excited for that. We're going to get her all cleaned out on the inside. I think I want some mats or something because I'm tired of tracking in the damn leaves and all that stuff into my car. I got mats, but I don't know, y'all. I'm just not feeling that. Maybe I just need to get like a vacuum or something, like a handheld vacuum or something like that. Because, listen, I'm one of them. Like, now that I have my car, I want everything for my car. I want a car cover. I want a first aid kit in there. I want a blanket in the trunk. I want a shovel in the trunk. I want, I want everything in my car just so... My cock can have it all. <laughs> Are you guys like that? I was looking at the comments from last week and I was asking you guys, like, you know, how did you particularly like your house? Like, did you like a comfortable environment? And I think somebody had commented and said that they really like a comfy environment for their house. Let me go. Hold on. Oh, no, that's what she said. She said, my place can use some more decorating for sure. I want it to look more 90s chic luxury girl vibes. That's kind of cute. I like that. If you mind, if you find me on any um, social media, send me a picture if you want to share because I like that 90s sheet luxury oh I like that continue to engage with us in the comment section guys I really enjoy when your comments are there you know this week I had a message I'm doing this thing on my Instagram where I kind of do these talk sessions and it's about five and a half minutes no longer than six minutes where I kind of come deliver a message and I got a system like from that message I kind of want to bring the bigger message to my podcast so Let me just kind of tell you guys about an experience. You know, I kind of want you, what I want you to take from this is, is what is it you have to stop? You know, let me kind of tell you where I'm going with this. For you guys who do not know, um, I was a foster child. So I was in a foster care system when I was at the age of six and I got out at the age of 13. Okay, so I spent most of my early years, childhood, early adolescence in the foster care system. Now, I was an abused foster child. I did not all of my foster home experiences except for one. um, I got abused by all of my 
foster parents. And I'm not talking about butt whippings. Like, those happens. But, girl, I was smacked, punched, kicked, pushed down steps, locked in basements, pinched, pulled by my head. Like, my daggone early experiences were very, very tough. Especially being uprooted from my home environment and placed in such foreign environments. Let me just kind of give you guys a little insight. Y'all know I'm all about self-reflecting. I always encourage you to kind of self-reflect so that you can learn how to grow and heal and be better. Especially if you see better for yourself but you may have some blockages. This podcast is all about that. So let me just kind of talk to you right quick. In my very first foster home, guys, that was when I experienced abuse for the first time for someone outside of of my own biological parents I never ever was abused physically by my own biological parents so when I was placed in my first foster home that was my first experience with abuse in that foster home I was there for about three years and eight months I was there for a long time and that woman abused me so bad guys I mean she was just an evil woman every chance she got she would just beat me up she would just tear me up she was just so spiteful um therefore I spent a lot of my time on punishment or I spent a lot of time just kind of secluding myself you know as a foster child especially in a predicament that I was in and I see now in the foster care system they try to give children a lot of interventions so they try to give them with a lot of social workers a lot of therapists a lot of this they just try to push these people on these kids and I had them when I was young too but just because we had so many people around us does not necessarily mean they were supportive or they were of the right support so even as a child I really didn't have a good support system with me you think I was pulled away from my original family unit placed in some home with these strangers I don't even know and this is where I have to stay and you give me workers case managers therapists these people I don't even know and you tell me talk to them if I ever need to talk I mean what do you do with that so I say that to say I didn't really have a solid foundation of support so when I was seclude myself imagine all the experiences I felt in that home I didn't know what to do with them. I didn't know how to process them. I just know that I felt everything. I had so many emotions, guys. Like I was sad. I never really was happy or excited. It was always, I was very much so depressed, sad. Um, Just, just, just. Ooh, it was just the worst time, you know. I was lonely. I would say very much. That was my first experience of being lonely, right? When I spent time to myself, I spent a lot of times, and I remember it, thinking. I would constantly spend this time to myself, and I would just think, 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 think. And that thinking was mainly worrying. I worried about a lot of stuff, whether it was big stuff, small stuff. What did I do? You know, what did I not do? What am I going to get in trouble for? I worried a lot about my siblings. What are they doing? Worried a lot about my parents. I just worried a lot about everything. I spent a lot of time doing a lot of worrying and questioning my thoughts and trying to figure out my situation. And I just didn't understand it. And I'll tell you, I remember when I was young and my first foster home, I felt so bad for myself. Like, I would talk to myself and say, I just really feel really bad for you. I never understand. And I would question this. Why do good people have to experience bad things? Because at a very early age, I knew I was a good person. I was sweet, you know. I always tried to make people smile. I was very compassionate. Um, I, 
I'm just who I am now and I was just a younger girl, okay? So I just don't understand why I had to go through that. My mother, my biological mother, would taught me this song when I was at home and it was, Jesus loves the little children, all of the children of the world. That song, right? And I would be so happy when she sang that song with me. When I got in foster care, I didn't believe not near one word of that song anymore. I would always say that God must hate me. He's punishing me. I didn't understand what the heck God had out against me out against me because I'm in such a situation like this. In my mind, I kind of rationalized it as I must be a bad person because bad things are happening to me. So you know what I would do? I would spend so much time trying to figure out how can I undo all of my bad things so that this bad treatment could stop. I'm being honest with you. In my young mind, you got to think I'm a kid. It's how kids process information. It was just like, this stuff is so bad. You are punishing me, God. What do I need to do? To stop, you know, to stop this punishment, to stop these beatings, to stop the humiliation, to stop the belittling, to stop the pain, the confusion, the uncertainty. Like, what do I gotta do to stop all of this shit? And I spent a lot of my hand, a lot of my time in my head, kind of like correcting myself, overcorrecting myself. Over, you shouldn't have did this. You shouldn't have did that. That was my very first experience of where I learned to internalize things and unfortunately that internalization stuck with me and as I went through life when things went bad or where I may have messed up at or things just weren't favorable I immediately will internalize it and it will turn into me blaming myself I blame myself for everything I literally was just like damn like how you fuck this one up? Why you do this bad? Why can't you be perfect? Like, you again? Like, you in trouble again? Like, they mad at you again? Like, what did you do? It was always me. It was never anybody else. I really internalized all my situations and blamed myself. It's unfortunate because I didn't really have anybody to talk to to help me rationalize my thoughts. I didn't have anybody to talk to to help me, you know, just kind of give me a different perspective or just to kind of make stuff make sense so in my head this is the only way I could rationalize it and it was negative you know I just kind of thought when negative things happen um, it was because I did something and that 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 those messages I kind of sent myself and how I taught myself, that manifested. I mean, as I became over older, I overthink, I overanalyze. I'm always kind of overdoing in my relationships, overpleasing, just kind of questioning the motives of people, not really sure of the people's intentions, questioning my own instincts. Like these things really, really manifested. And, you know, I wasn't aware of these things until as I gotten older, because it was just like, what is wrong with me? I got tired of kind of toying between, I know I did the right thing, but why do I feel like I didn't do the right thing? Or I know I kind of spoke up for myself, but why do I feel like I shouldn't have did that? I know that this is really how I feel, but why do I feel like I hurt their feelings? It was that, and it was me constantly toying back and forth like, you shouldn't have did that. You should have did this better. You know, I was always just kind of setting standards for myself, and unfortunately, that led me to never really seeing when I did good, never really accepting my wins, never really kind of like taking the time to lift myself up or praise myself for things because I was constantly 
chasing something else, constantly trying to be better, trying to do this, setting this new goal. Let me, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just so crazy how your experiences can really affect you based on how you interpret them. And I want to drop that that gem to you guys. Like, it's all about how you think and perceive the things that you got going on. And like me, a lot of you guys have had some bad shit happen to you in your life. And I want you to kind of think about those things and figure out how did they manifest themselves? How did, how did it manifest itself in your life today? I'm 27 and for the last two years, I've really just been putting in work to just kind of undo and unlearn some of those things. It's weird because, you know, this person that I am becoming, it's so hard for me to kind of recognize sometimes because some of my old patterns and my old ways of thinking and my old ways of doing, they don't serve me anymore. You know, like these ways were more so, um, they just didn't help me. You know, they were more damaging to me. When you go through a period of growth, I want you to understand that you may become very uncomfortable and you may not even recognize yourself because you're transforming into something different and you're going to have to learn to love this person and accept this person and really grow into this person, okay? And it's all for the better. I'm getting real choked up. Y'all know I get I get real emotional when I talk about some real shit that's just come so passionate behind this and nobody's here to tell you. And I'm just a regular girl, man, that go through shit just like y'all. And I tell y'all about it. Not only do I tell y'all about it, I teach y'all how to go through it. So I'm very, very passionate about the things that I talk about. Anywho, it's hard for me. I'm accepting of who I'm becoming because I love this girl, man. Like, I love it. Parts of me is still there, but some of my behaviors, you know, I have to tell myself, like, Natisha, you don't have to be on defense, you know, like, you don't have to defend yourself all the time because I'm going to tell you something, guys. Throughout my childhood, right, I was always showing up for me. Wasn't nobody around me to advocate be my voice. But I'm going to tell you, at 6, I was my own voice. At 10, I was my own voice. At 12, I was my own voice. And even now, I am my own voice. I just learned that I can't depend on nobody. I want to lend that message to you. If you are alone, you are alone. You came in this fucking world alone. You're going to die alone. You got to look out for you. So if that means that you got to speak up for your needs, if that means you got to show up for yourself, you got to do it. Don't wait for nobody to just come down and save you. Don't look to the people around you and support you. What I want you to understand is that you have you at the end of the day. Can nobody tell you what to think, what to do, what to say? Because guess what? Only you know the inner workings of yourself. Only you know what them thoughts thinking. Only you know what them feelings thinking. So I want you to learn to rely on you. Somebody needs to hear that because somebody is sitting at home mad that they ain't got the relationship they want with their mom, mad that them and their siblings can't get it right, mad that they ain't got the support of their friends. If somebody would just believe in me, you hurting yourself, man. I'm going to tell you that right now because nobody is going to believe in you as much as you should and as much as you can. So you're going to have to. When I became more aware 
of those traits that I told you, overanalyzing, overthinking, overgiving, always kind of wondering, you know, am I in and am I in danger? When I became aware of those things, it was then that I started to kind of work to kind of undo them, to relearn and learn again. It was it was really then. And I had to kind of tell myself, like, I may fuck up, but I don't fuck up all the time. You know, like, I am not selfish. I am worthy. Like, I'm not closed-minded. I'm very, I'm not one-sided. I'm very open-minded. It was then I had to really search within myself and figure out, is this who you are? All these years you've been blaming yourself, you've been looking at your actions. Is that who you are? Who are you really? What do you actually show? And I really had to speak to myself like, nah, I'm not that person. And I don't know why people be trying to treat me or tell me as if I'm that person or make me feel like I'm that person. Because, you know, people can do that. People can make you feel like you something that you're not because they got these ideas of you in their own mind. And it's so funny how... When people make you feel shit, naturally you just adopt their beliefs of you. Stop that. Come up with your own beliefs of yourself and stick with it. Stand ten toes on it. Can't nobody today tell me, oh, you toxic. Can't nobody today tell me, like, you just so selfish, you so one-sided. Bullshit. I know the work that I put in to form relationships with people, to mend things. You can't tell me those things. I know that I'm very caring. I know that I'm very honest. I know that I'm very giving. I know that I'm very understanding. I know that I'm very helpful. I know all of these things. So I'm not going to allow your beliefs and your insecurities to come on to me and make me believe these things. And I, it was my awareness that I had to kind of stop those things at the door. What I'm trying to tell you is... What is it that you need to stop? See, for me, it was being so blameful of myself and criticizing myself. I had to stop that. What is it that you need to stop? And I think you need to take some time to really think about that. Because when you increase your awareness of those things, you have the tools now on which you can heal. And how you can become who you are, who you want to be, and who you feel that you are. Do you hear me? Again, guys... You come to this podcast because a part of you know that you are much more than your own circumstances. And a part of you just want to know how to get there. You want to figure it out. A part of you is tired of the same old shit and the same old patterns. A part of you know that you are great. A part of you just want to feel great. That's why you come to this podcast. And guess what? I'm giving you all those messages so you can do it. Let me tell you something. I'm very much so an expert in this because I've been through it. I've been through it. Not only that. When I'm going through it, I teach you the way out. As I'm go, I, you know, I, I really, sometimes people feel like, well, when you get through it, you tell them all the things you had to do just to get through it. Yeah, that's great. But I take my approaches. I'm learning as I go. And let me teach you what I'm learning because you will see the results with me. I trust so good in my results as I'm going through something that I'm going to tell you, you know, <laughs> I'm going to kind of di- dive off just a little bit. When I started, you know, this, my, my. YouTube channel Nini Tanae, drugstore queen Nini, formerly known. When I started that, I didn't know a lick about makeup. I didn't know at all. But what I said was, as I'm learning, I want to get on the camera and show people what I'm learning. I didn't come up there already knowing how to do my brows, and I'm going to show you how to do the brows. I didn't come up there already knowing how to match my foundation, and I'm going to show you how to match it. I came up there experiment, like, all right, this what I think look good, let's put it on. 
Ah, that doesn't work. Maybe next time I go a different shade, I'll take y'all there. Okay, now this, I'm going to do my brows like that. Ooh, that look good. So what I see, y'all, y'all got to go with the arch. Then you got to line it under that. I'm teaching you as I go. That's how I do it. So I stand ten toes on the things that I tell you guys because... I'm very authentic with it, but I'm learning as I go. I've had my experiences where I've learned so much, so all that wisdom I get to bring to you. But understand, this shit is real live in the flesh. I'm doing this every day. And I trust the process so much because I've learned this is what you got to do. This is just what you got to do. So I'm here to show you real live in the flesh what a real person looks like when they're healing. When a real person looks like when they're trying to get to where they want to go. When they believe in themselves. When they so desperately want happiness. When they are breaking all these damn chains. I'm showing you real live what it looks like. Here I am. And here you are. So as much faith and belief I have in myself. I'm trying to give it to you via the camera because I need you to have that in yourself as well. I need you to. I didn't drop so many gems throughout this daggone podcast, so I want you to go back and pick out the ones that, that, that apply to you and really resonate with you. And I want you to trust it. And I want you to trust the process. Follow it. What is it that you need to stop? As I always tell you, once you increase your awareness of the things that you're doing, you can finally put a label to it. You can finally understand it. It's kind of like if a person goes to a mental health evaluation, right? Whenever you get a therapist, they got to give you like a psychological assessment and evaluation. And you tell them all the symptoms and things that you're experiencing. And we look and say, hmm, that sounds like depression. And then we come and we tell you what you've been experiencing is depression. This is what depression looks like. And you say, wow. That's exactly it. You resonate with it. Now you got something to label what you've been going through. And that's all I'm trying to get you to understand. Label what you've been doing to yourself. Label what you need to stop doing. Once you see what you're doing, you're going to say, wow. Once your awareness gets there, you're going to say, damn. Then when you start to do it, you're doing that again. You're doing that again. Ooh, you remember when that? That's when you did it. Now you're able to point it out. When you create your awareness, now you know. So that's my message to you. What is it you need to stop doing? Oh man, I done came and spoke a good word. I ain't got to do too much editing for this podcast because we just went right to it. (laughs) Anyways, guys, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Like always, leave your thoughts, your takeaways in the comment section. This really helps me when you guys tell me what you took away. When you guys say this was right on time, I needed this. It shows me that, okay, this message was somebody. Okay, you dropping some gems. I feel it. But I need to see it. So leave your comments in the comment section. I'm always appreciative of you guys just telling me what you learned, what you took away, what resonated, what's really sitting with you, what you're thinking about, what your, your testimonies. I love it. Leave it in the comment section. You can personally find me on YouTube, on Instagram. That is at Nini Tanae. That's my, that's my personal page. You'll see more of me, my life, and just who I am, right? Um, follow the podcast on Instagram. That's Heard and Healed Podcast. That's just a different space where we post like clips of the podcast. Little activities or things for you to think about or do. Not too much, but go ahead and follow us on social or follow me on my social media. Anyways, guys, we are here every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Dropping Gems live premiering. So make sure you're with us in the chat. I love you guys. I'm in the chat with you talking right now, okay? I know these videos kind of in real, real fast. But as I'm typing in the chat, I love you and appreciate you. I want to say it right now. I love you and I appreciate you. Oh, do me a favor. 
Go leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or leave me a review on Spotify. We got five stars, guys. I got my first review on there. I love that. Thank you so, so much. So, yeah, go do that for me. Anyways, we'll be back next week to heal and talk some more. See y'all.